Okay, in this last uh, session on baptism counseling, we're going to go through some questions that people sometimes ask before being baptized, just some simplistic questions that may help you. Uh, one of the questions is, okay, what do I wear when I am being baptized? Well, basically the answer is anything you don't mind getting wet uh, as far as what you wear. You know, it depends on the location. I mean, we've baptized people in the ocean in the summertime. People have worn shorts, you know, T-shirt, whatever. I've seen people baptized, you know, in a robe, uh, fully clothed. Uh, I will say this, if you know, if you're a woman, you may want to avoid wearing white sometimes when white gets wet you can see straight through it so you may want to avoid uh that color but basically okay what do i wear anything you know that you feel comfortable with uh again i've, I've seen people baptized in jeans and t-shirts and just just whatever but just realize you're going to get you know you're going to get wet uh another question is okay where where do you get baptized at well normally we will rent a pool, a heated heated pool, to baptize a person. Uh, we'll borrow a pool. You know, I used to have an on-ground pool, but I got rid of that thing. Too much work. But you know, basically, you're you're talking, and you may have a place that maybe on your land, on your farm, that you would like to. You know, sometimes there's symbolic meaning, and it should be to being baptized. And you may have a favorite place, a favorite river, or pool or pond of water that you want to be baptized at but basically you know you're talking about enough water just to dip you back and and cover you completely so most of the time we will just rent a pool uh, to have a baptism now okay does the baptism does it have to be you know some people okay can i have a private baptism where it's just you know just a couple people yeah you can uh that's up to the individual you know most of the time when you're having a baptism in the church you know people want to see this because of what it means you know you have this child this one sinner who has repented and of course the angels are rejoicing in heaven and and so it is a big celebration it is a grand event and most of the time god's people want to see this and witness this but if you are the type that you would rather just have it private that's totally up to you okay next thing is the questions you know what what questions am i asked at baptism basically there's two major questions here one is the first question is have you repented of your sins and that is the transgression of god's law sin first john 3 4 sin is the breaking of god's law so you know that is something that you have to know that i am a sinner and the bible tells me what sin is in other words the bible tells me sin is the transgression of god's law the ten commandments this is what i was doing that sent my savior uh to die for me it's critical that you know that, you know, fourth commandment included, and that is breaking the Sabbath, that that is what the Bible calls sin. So, you know, have you repented of your sins is the first question. And, of course, the answer has to be yes, I have repented of my sins. And there needs to be, you know, a, a, a conviction, a knowledge that, okay, this is what I have done. I have broken God's law, the Ten Commandments. The second question is, 
do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, your Lord, your soon-coming King? And, of course, the answer has to be yes, I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. In other words, if you were the only person who had ever lived and existed, just you, Christ would have still come to die for your sins, just you. And you have to break it down into that personal level that, okay, if I, you know, you know, a lot of times we can generalize this and we can say, okay, Christ died for all. And I understand that. But when you're baptized, you, you are, you're supposed to get the point that if you were the only one, Jesus would have still died for you personally. It's a personal relationship with God. Now, after that, of course, the answer has to be yes to both of those questions. You are, you know, I, I, you are baptized. And, of course, you know, you, you basically you hold your nose with your own hand, and I just dip you back, and, and you come up out of the water. It's a very quick thing. It's nothing to be fearful of. Some people are fearful of water and being underneath the water, but it's only for a split second that that process takes place. So I duck you under, and you come back up. And at that point, we uh, ministers, they gather around and they lay their hands on your head for the receiving of the Holy Spirit, and they ask God to give you a portion of the Spirit of God. Now, this is uh, the critical step here, the laying on of hands for the receiving of the Spirit of God, because it is at that moment. And at that moment, it is if your heart is right. Now, if you're just playing games, that's another story. God's not going to give you his Spirit. But if your heart is right, at that moment is what I call the moment of conception when God's Spirit unites with the Spirit in man. And at that moment, it is the beginning process of a new creature in Christ starts to develop at that moment. Now, you have only just begun at that moment. and uh, But it is a wonderful occasion. As I said earlier, you know, the Bible talks about the angels rejoicing up in heaven because one sinner has repented of their sins and has accepted the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for their sins. You are at that moment a potential child of God that will be born into the family of God at the resurrection when Christ returns and resurrects the dead. You know, it's a guarantee that uh, you're going to have eternal life. You're going to be in that first resurrection. But it is a process. It's the beginning moment. It's the very starting point of conversion. When you're baptized, there is much God will do with you. There is much to learn. There is much trial and error and experience that you have to go through. But, you know, God is merciful. God loves you. You know, there's a song, a religious song I heard recently, sweetly broken, total, totally surrendered. That is a process, but it's a guarantee that God works with you gently. You know, he's bringing you to that point of, of brokenness and total surrender and, and conforming to his will. Conforming to his will. You know, any God that would send his son to die for my sins, for your sins, is absolutely for you. He's on your side. And this is the thing that you've got to realize at baptism. God is not against you. He is now for you, totally for you. 
He's for you concerning your health, your finances, your victories, your freedom, your successes, any of your success. He is now on your side. He is for you. You know, Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. You know, we, we have to, to wrap our minds around that no longer is there this condemnation that often we live with before baptism of feeling guilt and feeling, and, and you know, part of the reason we feel guilt is because we've never been forgiven, not the way that we should be. And, uh, and, 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 and once you're baptized, you have at that, you have a God that is on your side that is totally for you, absolutely for you. As I said, think of what God did. He sent his son to die for you. Now, if he did that, he's totally for you. He's totally on your side. And from that moment forward, we have, there is no condemnation. We have a high priest who sits at the right hand of God that even when we do make mistakes after baptism, and you will, the father turns to the, you know, God, the the son turns to the father and says, Father, forgive him. You know, I know what it's like to be tempted in all areas yet without sin. It's tough what he's going through. Forgive him. So, you know, it, it's absolutely beautiful, the, the sim, symbolism of baptism, the burial of the old man, and the new man that comes up ready to walk in a new way of life. So, if you're interested in baptism, there's a contact information on these CDs, there's contact information on the back of this, of this album, and... Uh, where you can get in touch with the Church of God, the ministry of the Church of God, and and maybe set up a schedule for baptism. It will be the best decision you ever made in your life. It will be the most important decision that you ever made in, in the entirety of your life. I'm David Freeman with Is That Really in the Bible? And I hope to hear from you soon. <laughs>